This is the Aligned Pretzel Show. I'm your host, Nisha Ryan, founder of the Aligned Pretzel Inc., a digital marketing and operations agency for witchy spiritual entrepreneurs. Your small business just got a marketing department for the fraction of the price. You're welcome. If you're looking to get your shit together, have some giggles, spiritually expand, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Atline Pretzel Show. This week I interviewed my current mentor and just a beautiful human, Rebecca Rubin. And this conversation is like next level. (laughs) So you guys know I don't have a lot of guests on the show. When I do, it's really intentional and somebody who has a really strong message that I know you need to hear. Um, And that's exactly what you'll find in this episode. Um, In this episode, we talked a lot about content, what makes good content versus bad content. Um, We talked about creating content amidst the global crisis right now. Um, We talked about like what the world needs to hear right now and really finding your voice through all this. Um, I also asked her some really potent questions like, um, why is there so much shitty marketing out there? And she has a very elegant, beautiful answer. Um, We talked about all the things, marketing, content, being a witch. Um, We talked about navigating this uncertain time. We talked about healing trauma. We just talk about all sorts of things. And I think Rebecca's a really amazing human to help you like become fully expressed. We talk about her event, Content Queen Live. Scratch Out is now virtual because of the COVID-19 situation, um, which I was literally ready to go for. I was like, I'm coming, I'm coming over to your house. I don't care. <laughs> um, and then it, the situation got really serious and the borders closed. So it's kind of like, okay, maybe not. Um, but I just really believe in this, believe in her and like her beautiful magic. And I just want to share it with you and really create really awesome, potent content and unleash your inner content queen. Um, so without further ado, let's hear from the content queen herself. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy you came on and that my voice came back because I was like seriously fluey this morning. You know, my vortex activates the throat chakra, so I'm not saying I did it, but I'm not saying I did it. <laughs> um, so the content queen, for those of you who are like been living under a fucking rock, <laughs> is Rebecca Rubin. And I would love for people who like don't know you, like you are the content queen. So like, okay, but what is that? I proclaim, but it's cool when you say it enough times, like mantras work, so. <laughs> so I'd love for you to just introduce yourself a little bit. Like, what do you actually do? Yeah. Do you? <laughs> so hi, I'm Rebecca. I'm a marketing mentor and I kind of call myself like a publicity witch also for spiritual entrepreneurs and women who just, they have brilliance, they have gifts, and they want to monetize them online. They want to connect to their soulmate clients, and they want to do it in a way that feels like really organic and authentic and fun. So that's it in a nutshell. And I I, I really am like multidimensional in my approach. So we work on copy sparkle. We work on marketing strategy. I geek out on that stuff, but I'm also really interested in who you are as an energetic being and how we can really help you release density from your aura and help you start acting in alignment with the life that's your truest desire and creating it and creating like your version of heaven on earth. And it's just a freaking delight. I love the work I do. I love the women I coach and yeah, that's kind of in a nutshell. And then I also just share my insights and aha moments along the way on social media. And I really, really enjoy that. <laughs> um, so when I first came across you, I literally thought you just like, you wrote content, like that's what you did. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, so like PSA to the people there. I'm in Rebecca's mastermind, so I kind of have the inside just scoop here. Well, but, I do. Please tell me. 
but um, you, what you do is so much more. Like, it's like emotional healing. It's like letting go of trauma. And you're like highly, highly intuitive. Like, you have these messages that come through and it's like, oh, well, that's what I need to hear today. <laughs> And something I would say is many of us are very, very intuitive. We're just out of practice listening to those messages. So I, and our intuition can take different forms, right? Like some people are design intuitives and some people are like, we're all connected on such a deep way, but our society programs us out of it. So I wouldn't necessarily say I'm more intuitive than other people. I'm just like more practice and I've done a lot of deconditioning to just say it even if it's like where is this coming from are people gonna think I'm here you know what I'm saying so just for anyone listening like you're intuitive too you know very I completely agree and that's actually a really interesting point it's like you're intuitive in your craft because I think sometimes we think like intuition is just about messages and not about implementation and mm-hmm. like it was a reminder for even for myself today like one of my clients was like I need your thoughts on like what the world needs to hear right now, like in order to like put like freebies and master classes and et cetera out there. And I was like, it's so funny because as a VA, you would never think that. Oh, well, you're not just a VA, let's be. I'm right. not. I'm not. Like we have <laughs> not that a VA is anything or just or, or whatever, but I think you work you work on multiple dimensions as well. Like you're not just executing; you're truly a thought partner and energetic grid holder of like an optimized organization and you really help people like I just feel like you allow people to have businesses that hold significantly more wattage while making sure everybody is happy the business owner the end clients the team member like you're like a systems fairy dust It just makes the, the process of running a business more delightful. It's so beautiful what you do. Oh, thank you so much. I agree with the fairy dust. Like, I can sprinkle the fairy dust everywhere. Like, there's no word. There's no one word for what I do. So I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of a VA, I guess. Well, that's how I started. So that's how I continue to basically, like, identify what I do. But, yes. Yeah. It's a lot more than that. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, let's talk about content. Like yeah. I really want to talk about content, which you know what, like probably two years ago, I would have been like, snore a podcast about content. Like who wants to snore? You're so creative. You're so good at content. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, but I think, well, I think what makes someone good at content is when they let go of the formula. Like your formula for surefire content 365 days a year. (laughs) (laughs) What I teach with that is like certain formulas and and structures can be helpful to a point kind of like in order to freestyle dance, like you need to know how to walk, right? You need to know how to like, maybe a few core dance moves can be helpful in the beginning, but then you're truly, when you're writing, you're letting soul flow through you. Yeah, that's what it is. You're letting your flavor of genius flow through you. And so, yes, you need to know how to like write in the English language, (laughs) the clearer thoughts and the higher vibration energy you're in, the more potent that content is going to be. That's kind of like being an intuitive. Like, I think we can all, it's not just for some people to write magnetic content. I think we can all get so much better. We don't even have any idea of like the genius inside of us, you know? I completely agree. Like inside everybody is like there's a vault like waiting to be cracked open. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what I would say. Like good content is actually about being connected. Mm -hmm. Um, So what would you say to somebody who's like, like I've had clients like this before and trying to like wrangle their content without writing it for them was like impossible. Um, Where they're like highly intuitive, really connected. But like when it comes out on paper, it's like, this makes no sense. Like it's a bunch of jibber jabber. They're powerful messages, but they don't necessarily like make sense. Like they don't really flow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So again, I'm going to address this on multiple levels. 
on one level, sometimes it can be a block. It's kind of like somebody never getting dressed up or, or brushing their hair or putting on lipstick because deep down they don't want to be seen by the opposite sex or they don't want to, do you know what I mean? So I actually think that when we are unavailable to be paid for our gifts, like it's too terrifying and too ego annihilating and whatever, like we'll unconsciously be confusing in our content. I truly think that con I've seen it happen when people unblock the inner stuff, what they write becomes clearer because they're more energetically available to be seen and paid. So there's that thread. Mm. There's also like out of practice. So in my course content queen, I have people and I'm not trying to plug it. I'm just, this is what occurs to me. Um, not that there's anything wrong with plugging it in marketing. Um, <laughs> I have people write for five minutes a day, every day for like a couple months and a crazy thing happens. You just get better at it. It's like working out. You know what I mean? At the, in the beginning, it's a little awkward. You're like, what am I even doing? And then you just get better. And I really think writing is about momentum. So that's a big piece. Um, I also think letting go of like how school told you you needed to write. Or I think a lot of us, I just remember this in English class, like, oh, it has to be seven pages. It doesn't matter what it's about. You've got to hit the seven page limit or whatever. That's why we just add as many words as possible. And what we don't understand is when we're writing for the internet, we want to take out words. Mm. <laughs> the more concise, the better. You know what I mean? And so I think that can help. I also think just like taking a basic writing class can be very helpful. Like some people don't need it and some people do. And so in Content Queen, I do. I tell you my thought process for how I edit. I'm like, okay, I start with a power sentence. I like to have a long sentence, then a short sentence. I always take out these types of words. I always try to use verbs that are action sort of oriented. I always, so there are things that we can do to like improve our writing objectively, to make it objectively clearer, but also the inner stuff. I also think not everybody communicates best through writing and we have to just remember that like some people are way better speakers mm -hmm. um some people communicate in art and so i also don't think everybody has to write their own content i think someone could hire someone like you or hire someone you know whatever i think we're all meant we're all as humans interdependent this is maybe a longer answer but this is what's coming through as humans we're interdependent right like I'm not like milking a cow. I don't drink dairy, but like, do you know what I'm saying? I'm not like doing everything related to my ability to survive and thrive in this world. Like I rely on other people for certain things and that's beautiful. So I think we got to get out of this idea that we should be able to do everything and do everything to a really high standard of excellence ourselves. I think we have to figure out what is my zone of genius and desire and how am I of highest service and impact in this world? And if writing is part of that, then we get to decide we're going to be good at it. And, and also one other thing, well, there's so many things I could talk about writing forever. I like to write first, edit second. Mm -hmm. so I think when editing is a more critical brain and it has its place, but it can really, um, cripple the soul and the art of what we want to share so i'm a big fan of let it all out do a huge brain dump channel whatever and then go back and tweak i think that can be really really helpful and then one last thing everybody hits a point in a piece of writing or not everybody but when you're doing something truly new innovative a big project there's a fear of the unknown there's often this one moment or many moments where it's like do i have the brain power to do this can I actually figure this out? Is this gonna make sense? And just be with that discomfort and keep doing the next right thing. Keep editing, keep, do you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like design. It's like any, it's like doing an organization project and taking everything out of the closet. And for a moment you're like overwhelmed. Like what if I can't figure it out? That's okay, that's human. That's called creating art. And just feel that sensation and keep doing the next right thing. That's my thoughts. I think that's beautiful. That, that actually works really well for me. Um, which I don't know that I heard from you, but I think I've just picked up on the five. I love it. Like dumping in my journal first. Like yes. 
first thing in the morning before I consume anything because then it's actually like you, right? Like you're reacting to something else. Um, And then I will type it up in a post or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then that's kind of when I do like the editing piece. Mm -hmm. And and so then that actually is a really good point because you're more productive when you're like doing the same task and not switching like back and forth. Yes. So if you were like writing and then editing and then we're back to writing, you'd be out of the completely flow of it and it would take longer and your brain would be like that puttering gas engine that's out of like yes. out of fuel. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly that. I love that. Um, I'm curious your thoughts on, because this comes up sometimes when I write stuff, but I put it out there anyway. I'm like, oh my God, what if? my client thinks I'm talking about them. Like, what are they going to think? Like, are they going to be triggered by me? Or like, what are people going to say about this? Like I, sometimes I have some bold statements and I think, um, when it comes to like people creating content, it's either they don't know what to say or they're like, Oh my God, what are people going to think? Totally. So I err on the side of boldness. Here's here's what I know. I I check in and see if it's coming from a clean place. If I'm like really annoyed at something in the behind the scenes of my business and uh, posting feels like venting, like I try not to do that. I try to be in a clean space when I post. I also like look for patterns. I also am down to be called out and clean things up. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the other day, I was just talking to someone about this. Somebody, I was interviewing someone um, who I'm an affiliate for. And I was, I said something like, her stuff isn't just basic bitch NLP. And one of my former clients who is an NLP practitioner was really hurt. You know what I mean? And she let me know. And I was like, you're so right. And I just totally owned it. I was like, I wasn't thinking. It was in the moment. I actually did a video about it and how like sometimes I, I blurt things and you know, it's not good, but here's how you clean it up. And so I just also the number of people whose approval I desire has shrunk drastically, <laughs> like drastically. So I mean, if Brandon said something and was like, this is really horrible, like, I really, and he wouldn't, you know what I mean? He's wilder than I am. (laughs) But I don't know. I also feel like I'm an energetic pulse on my clients, and most of my clients are pretty similar to me, and I think I'm pretty open to feedback, positive or negative, and so I, I would hope that my clients would feel safe to me, like the girl the other day did. Um letting me know something rubbed them the wrong way and then just like addressing it from that place. Cause I truly, I don't know. My clients are fucking amazing. (laughs) So cool and awesome and not judgmental. And if they are judgmental, they're like, Oh yeah, that was judgmental. Do you know what I'm saying? So you're woke as fuck. You're, you're woke. You're kind. You like me, if you're, if you've hired me to be your coach, you probably vibe with me and like, like me on some level, I would hope. And, <laughs> and I also think that like the people that work with me feel how much I care about them. And I think that makes a big difference. I think I, one other thing is I do like a mantra, like people feel my heart, people feel my heart. Mm-hmm. I really infuse that into the content. So sometimes I'll be playful and sassy and bold and kind of calling things out, but I really I'm doing it to elevate. Like I, I'm, I try and I'm not perfect with it, but I try to be really clean in my intention and my energy around what I put out. And I think that makes a big difference. Mm. And so for someone who's like afraid of like what people might react, mm-hmm. like how important is it like for us to get our message out there? Like, even if you're afraid, even if you're yeah. scared. Yeah. I would say baby steps are great. You know what I mean? I wasn't like, (laughs) 
making sexual references and talking about a witch being a witch from day one, I edged my way. My friend Lexi D'Angelo calls it like, it's especially scary for the woo and the taboo. And she started this whole thing called taboo. But if you're very woo-woo, witchy, spiritual, you talk to aliens and your spirit time, you know, whatever, or you're all about women's sexuality and empowerment, dancing, having you get on Instagram, you know what I mean? And that those are the areas that can be really scary for people, I think. Um, and I love how she named it and um, baby steps. I mean, or you could just like go full out, but it's, <laughs> it's always your choice. Like how fast you want to have the results, the transformation, the whatever, like how much can your nervous system take in terms of being out of your comfort zone? And we all have different paces. And also, are you called? Like truly like checking in, like, why do I feel called to share this? And I think a lot of people, when they have that deep soul call and they can remind themselves of what that is, like, I'm doing this because I want my daughter to live in a world where blank, or I'm doing that, I'm speaking hypothetically. Yeah. I'm doing this because... I felt so ashamed about X, Y, Z, and I don't want any other woman to feel that way. Or I'm sharing this because whatever, if we can really get clear on the why behind why we're sharing it, I think we get braver. Yeah, absolutely. And get support. Have people holding you accountable. Have a coach to coach you on your stuff. Like, it's really scary to do this stuff alone, you know, but when you have a tribe of people all being expressed together, there's strength in, in community. I couldn't agree more. I I was definitely that person, like, get a coach, like, oh, come on. Like, when you knew, you knew, but, like, yeah. would a coach to keep you accountable? Or, you know, <laughs> or, okay. Yeah, totally. Um, but I, I literally can't agree more. Um, I, I've never been a part of a mastermind kind of this caliber um, mm. before. What's it been like for you? I'm so curious. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no pressure, but <laughs> it's, it's been, it's been a whirlwind in yeah. how I look at myself, how I look at what we're doing. Like, again, like looking at the microscopic VA tasks to like realizing what I was doing was so much bigger than what I was actually saying we were doing. Like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, I'm a VA, but actually like I'm a marketing operations, <laughs> um, client communication systems. Yeah content specialist <laughs> yeah um but it, it has been extremely like I've made moves that I would never dare make because I was supported by other people who are like doing the same thing and just to get a pulse on like what do you think about this or like what do you think about this post um or like I want to pitch this person um to be you know on my podcast or whatever and like what do you like what would you think like things I would never dare fucking do on my own I've been like go like when I renamed the business or like the tagline like to be a marketing and operations agency for witching entrepreneurs like I would have never done that before like even my I have goosebumps like as <laughs> I because I would be like no spiritual entrepreneurs because I have so much stuff with the word witchy and even though I know that that's me. What do you have with it? I'm so curious. Will you share? Or is that too much? Yeah. I'm, sure. you and you. I'm like, <laughs> I want to know. Because I, I get yeah. it. Yeah. Um, well, like I know, I know that I have past life trauma as a witch. Mm -hmm. And that, and that I was murdered as a witch in a past life. So that there's mm -hmm. been like some stuff that I worked through around that a couple years ago. Um, but also my family is very religious. And if I even said the word like witch, they would probably like have that like right burn and like <laughs> back up. Um, yeah. But like nobody said anything, but there's just like, there's a lot of like very religious like tension of like, this is okay. This isn't okay. Right, right, um, right. So, so it was like, there's kind of that. And like, my boyfriend had an intervention with me at one point. My mom <laughs> and I love them. They're amazing. But they were like, this content, like my friends are asking about it. My da -da -da -da, and like, yeah, it can be really full on sometimes. Yeah. But eventually they get used to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they thought it was a phase for me. And they're like, oh, she'll, she'll get over this, like oversharing on the yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I didn't. So now they're like, we just don't look. <laughs> like, <you> know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
that's all, like I, I used to have my mom calling me like I'm very concerned about like what's going on here um and it, now she like shares like it's my company it's so funny I'm it's like so thank you for sharing um so but yeah there's just like that but it's just that little bit more right and like I've had such good reactions from just having a simple tagline change and like just attracting like more people who are like not super corporate minded like mm -hmm. clients right because like that's not my vibe <laughs> yeah and so, I just love that I think it's incredible but yeah uh, back to what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> I think you were asking, like, if someone's really afraid to be more abstract and bold in their content, yeah. would you say to them? And I think I want to reiterate baby steps. I want to reiterate surround yourself with people who get it, who aren't questioning you and who have your back. Like, that's really important to not feel mm -hmm. alone in it. Um, and try to connect to the purpose of why you're doing it. And remember that like you're helping people and it's not just about you and your ego and you growing your following. It's really about like, I was trying to think of like, okay, when, I want, when someone reads this, I want their nervous system to settle. I want them to laugh. I want them to feel more joy in their body. I want them to feel like, oh, fuck, maybe I can do this. I want, that's what I want to do with my content. And the more connected I am to that, the better, basically, and the braver I not just about me I'm like a messenger yeah I think our messages are really important like especially right now um yeah. my <laughs> when when cheer went out uh, on Netflix I was like yeah. my theme for the year is gonna be like more full out <laughs> yeah that's kind of my personality like we're all the way in or we're all the way out there's there's no like dipping the toe in yeah. <laughs> I feel that from you for sure. <laughs> um but so I'm going to ask kind of a bold question. Yeah. Why do you feel like there's so much shitty content out there, especially right now? So I would say shitty content is such an interesting word. I would <laughs> say there's content that's like not terribly brave or original or thoughtful. And I think it's because there's a lot of, People, I think content is a reflection of your mindset. I mm. think a lot of the planet is just in disarray and pain. And so it's like, why are there not so nice people out there? Why are there, you know what I mean? Why are there people who are so thoughtless? Why do people do like stupid shit? Do you know what I mean? Why are people heartless? It's kind of like content is, is a reflection of the psyche, I feel, on some level. And so that would be my answer. You're so much nicer than I am. <laughs> That's my thought. I think it's just a reflection of um, whatever. And then I think I think people don't have like training, and I think they're very afraid. Mm. And when we're afraid, we contract and we try to put on a show and we try to be perfect or sound like that coach we look up to who clearly working for. And when we do those things, we dim our authenticity. And then our content doesn't, people aren't attracted to fake. They, they sense it, right? And so I would say that like, there's a lot of content that's not living up to its potential, typically because of like unhealed trauma at the root of it all. Yeah. Yeah. When we, when I scroll now, it's like original content is the minority and everything else is surrounding about like the global climate right now mm -hmm. um and it's a lot of the same to be honest like it it's it's, a, it's as if like 95 percent of the world copied and pasted and <laughs> shared the same thing over and over again however i completely understand and agree with something that you said on social media a few days ago like if you're like, what the hell is happening? You're in like, you know, fear-based mode, you're scared. It's not the time to like try to force yourself to create. Like uh, very difficult to be in like a creative space when your um, basic needs are not being met. Totally, totally. 
so stressful, so hard. And I think forcing creativity, it's more of that like masculine driven patriarchal, like I need to produce. I'm not valuable unless I'm producing, unless people are liking and sharing and asking to work with me. And, and truly like that's, that doesn't turn on our inner muse. Like our inner muse likes space and likes time to ponder and, you know, to respond. And I, I really feel like the more we nurture ourselves, the more reliably our muse will show up to support us. Totally. Um, do you think, um, well, I, I think that right now, the messages that are true, authentic ourselves, like what we're seeing, um, what we're feeling um, are more important than ever to like some people are in the vibe of like, it's time to shrivel up. It's time to be quiet. It's time to not invest in my business. It's time to just take things slow or, or whatever. And yeah, there's, not, yeah. there's a right or wrong or anything, but yeah. I feel like right now is so important for people to know what your fucking opinion actually is or yeah. Or what? I would agree with that. And I would also agree, like, tune into your guidance, right? So, like, we have to remember, like, everybody, this is something that's hitting the collective, but we're all in different places, right? And so, like, I've had a couple dark nights of the soul, and I work with energy. So I just know energetic patterning. So this doesn't, like, I might feel, like, some flickers of fear, but I'm, my body is not in any kind of terror right now because I've, I really know who I am and I really know that I create my reality or co-create it with source. And I worked through a lot of fear and pockets of scarcity in my being for many, many years. And so if Rebecca a decade ago was having this happen, I would be a hot fucking mess. You know what I'm saying? Like I would be freaking the fuck out and I would not be handling it the way I'm handling it now because I've done a lot of inner work you know and so I forget what you asked actually but I just think we have to remember like there are some people who are we're just in different places and I really believe that all of our lessons all of our souls have signed up for different curriculums and so this off this hitting us it's a stress to everybody's system but it's depending on where you are in your own evolution, it's going to feel different to different people and you're going to have different levels of coping skills and you're going to have different levels of resources. And so try not to like judge not, and I'm not judging for judging or anything, but I just think we're all, I can relate to how it's, it can be very painful to be a human being in a body. Sometimes. Like that's real, you know? And so I think some people are very activated and called to share messages. I think some people need to just feel their pain right now and, and process. And when they have something to share, share. Like, I don't think people should feel forced to share because now is the time, right? I think you should, I think it's really important that everybody just like do the inner work, whatever that looks like for them. And that's, that's my thoughts. Yeah, I do agree. I don't, mean for it to come off as like no you must speak no yeah. I don't I don't feel that at all but I yeah yeah I, I, do, I do think it's important for people who have audiences people who look up to you to to speak um to not I guess use this time to hold back or to stay stay smaller play smaller stay now I not think the, the big thing is why if people aren't speaking up because they don't want to be judged or they don't want to hurt their brand or they don't want to say the wrong thing, but they feel called, that's a problem. If people feel like I need five days of like meditation, journaling, processing before I speak, because when I speak, I want it to be true. I think that's another thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I think, I think it's really, I say, fuck your brand. Like, fuck, like, Right, saying the wrong thing or whatever like that I'm not interested and in. that's what I think you're speaking to like I think we gotta be brave you know yes yes that's exactly it I love it what mm -hmm. would you say about um the mindset of this culture right now I guess I would say so there's a lot of freeze everything because Every, nobody's gonna buy right now everything's gonna stop <laughs> the world is gone right. or the other mindset I see is yeah. like, 
no, it's like things are doing nothing but amping up. Mm -hmm. Um, and I do believe that it's what you choose to subscribe to. Yeah. But I would love your thoughts. (laughs) Yeah. So again, it's different for different people, right? Like I think exchanging with other humans isn't going anywhere (laughs) and and we are an interdependent species and the more we give the more we receive like money flows so I'm about that that said I would never tell like someone who's trying to feed a two-year-old and has no money in their bank account to like invest in a high-end coaching program do you know what I'm saying so it's like or maybe, but like, if that's what their soul was telling them to do, like, I'm not saying that's not okay, but I'm just saying like, I think this economic shift is going to have us really looking at what we're spending our money on and being like, is this soul or is this fluff? You know what I mean? And I think that's okay. You know what I mean? Like if there's stuff you're not using or you're only doing it cause you're numb and you're used to paying for it, like, that's cool. It's kind of like filler friends. Like as you get older, like as I've gotten into my thirties, like I don't really have friends who I don't love. Like I don't have, I'm not just like collecting randos because like, I I don't know, you know? And so that sounds judgy. I don't know, but it's kind of the same with your money. It's like, is everything meaningful and beautiful? Is everything in my home meaningful and beautiful and useful? Is everything, it sort of feels like that. And I think some people are going to make a lot of money right now. I don't, and some people are going to struggle a lot right now. And I think it's kind of, I don't know. What do, what do I think? Trust yourself. Do what feels right. Question the knee jerk scarcity responses. And remember, universal laws haven't stopped operating. It's kind of funny. All these people teach law of attraction online and then suddenly they're like freaking the fuck out. Their, their courses are all about like mantras and positivity. And then suddenly this happens and that all goes out the window. And it's like, you don't believe it now? Like, well, is that a lie? And I get that it's hard and we're all having stuff, but it's, it has been interesting to see certain leaders who teach the law of attraction practice the opposite when something comes up like this. It's, it's interesting. That was going to be my next question or my next like comment. Yeah. The, like universal laws have not changed people. Like no. they're still here. They're not yeah. going anywhere. That's why they're universal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's still all the same. And yeah. And also I want to be sensitive that like a lot of people are in pain. You know, yeah. it's, 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 I was just thinking about all my favorite restaurants in my neighborhood and like, I hope they're okay. And I'm not, you know, and it's like, I want to save them all. And you know, it's just, it is what it is. I don't know. Is that an okay response? Absolutely okay response. Yes. Yes. Um, I just love you so much. And I love your, like Aww. you so much. Like, Ditto. I agree. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I think this is going to bring, um, you know, not to like dive too deep into money, but like, I love money, but <laughs> too. I, think, <laughs> I think this is going to bring a new era of like, where like spiritual spending and pragmatism, like really meet together mm-hmm. and really change a lot of people's views and habits. And I think it's going to be really beautiful for the collective to, to merge that. Like, and I agree, like, it's not like, okay, I'm going to go buy a Porsche now. Um, right. <laughs> or you could. Like, there's no judgment on any of those things. It's just like, I, I fully agree. I think there's been a, there already is starting to be a huge influx of online entrepreneurs. Huge. So anyone in that space is going to be in a good position. I think for selling, education, consulting, mindset support which both you and I do I think we're in a in a good position in this new economy I think um you know I've read a couple of things that's like in recessions the very top luxury does okay but like the in between can sometimes be rocked a little bit and so it's like I think it's just people are gonna be like is this truly valuable 
And so if it's not, that's a problem, but that was always a problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just think it's going to bring to the surface things that were already there to be addressed. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Um, let's segue back to content. <laughs> <laughs> like, not so subtle. <laughs> um, so I, I could not have you on here without, like, literally talking about Content Queen Live, scratch out virtual. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't care if it's not happening. I I am coming. I don't care I know. if at your door. And then actually, like, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It, you know, it was, it was kind of, like, heartbreaking a little bit that we had to do, like, that didn't feel good. Um, but it's going to happen in the fall, and I'm holding space for it to be beautiful. And... I'm doing my first virtual retreat. I posted in-person workshops and retreats and I've hosted group programs, but I've never done it quite in this format. So I'm excited to kind of like do something I haven't done before. It's going to be a gorgeous day and a half deep dive into your creative essence. And we, you get access to the full Content Queen digital course. You're going to have hot seat coaching. There are going to be exercises. You very well may be dancing and doing breathing exercises and bringing your journal and really just and surrounding the entire experience in a grid of self-expression and creativity so you can expect to walk away just feeling next level unleashed, like uncensored. Just like, here's the volume dial. It's going to go turned up multiple notches in your self-expression your trust in your inner voice, your knowingness of what to post, when to post it, and like how to post it. Like, like less fear, more flow, less hemming and hawing, more, holy fuck, I'm writing faster than ever. Less misaligned clients, more like, oh my God, I want to be best friends with this person and they want to pay me to like do what I, what is so fucking fun. Like that's really the goal, not the goal, but it's what's going to happen. And I'm really excited. Um, speaking as someone who's like, you know, had some, some of you in the mastermind, even though like we really haven't been going on that long yet. Um, I definitely like. I have done um, in-person VIP-ish kind of things where we like really focus on content. And I felt like the result of that was just like me throwing more fucks and trying to like, <laughs> trying to express myself and it wasn't really happening in the way that I wanted it to. Mm, interesting. Because <laughs> yeah. it because that was really about like, say what you really want to say but you're really about like what's underneath that. Like the hot seat coaching that we do is really like, okay, tell me more about that. And like really working, like you're probably going to cry. Just get over it. Um, <laughs> um, but once it's kind of going back to what you said earlier, like once you release that stuff, like be seen, be held, be heard um, about like what is underneath that, like that little bit of, or that little bit of just like not settling is another big one settling yes yeah like relationships settling for clients that are paying but like not the most respectful settling for I feel like that's a big thing that happens that yeah. settling stops <laughs> this is true <laughs> um but what I but what I found from because I want to speak to people like you should really be in this thing because what I've found from I like love you <laughs> my content attracted her this is like a perfect soulmate client who was attracted by my content yeah there we go <laughs> um what I found is like there was more me ish in my content like mm -hmm. it was screaming my personality like the stuff that I'm creating now and like. Yeah. One of my clients asked me if I hired a copywriter. I was like, no, that was me. <laughs> That's so good. Nobody else. That was me. <laughs> um, and I really feel like that's going to be a big thing for people. Is like they don't realize the process that you have is in extremely potent, potent without really changing a lot necessarily, depending on like how you write now. Mm -hmm. Um 
to really bring all of you into your content and really be punchy with that, right? Like, just be bold and like, like you've said to me before, like, oh yeah, that's one of my superpowers. Like people's self-expression just goes all the way up. And yeah. I was like, yeah, whatever. But no, but really it is how it is. Yeah. Um, so I think if anybody like who's listening to this or watching this feels called to go, go, <laughs> you need to go. Come hang out with me and Rebecca. Um, April 4th and 5th, it's going to be a beautiful experience. You'll get to keep the recordings and re-listen to it as long as you want. Um, and also, when you do uh, Content Queen Live, if you sign up for one-on-one coaching or the mastermind in 2020, it's taken off your total. So if you've been like creeping and being like, mm, I maybe want to, but I'm not ready yet, or I don't know, or it's a good way to like taste what it's like. Yeah. That's true. Well, that was totally like, yeah, I'm just going to go to DC in April and I'm going to taste what it's like. And then we'll kind of see like where yeah. they go from there. And then I somehow ended up in the mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All in, all in divinity. <laughs> I really do feel that. I feel like it's, and this is what I really want people to understand. Like we're meant to exchange with each other in this way. It's so good. It's so beautiful. And it's there for you if you desire it and you want it groups whether it's a mastermind or just a group thing like putting yourself in the motherfucking virtual room um, <laughs> is so powerful for for connection for like for connections for you for them to like exchange to be introduced to people to have clients like it's just so powerful um not only for like your results but your growth as a human being and i like i can't like advocate that enough to like even though, like, I'm so far from DC, like, I'm on a fucking island, like, yeah. like so far away, I, I was like, no, I just know I need to put myself in the room. <laughs> Do you have any messages um, for the collective coming up right now or anything you just kind of want to want people to know before we part today? Um, I mean, I have a lot. <laughs> a spot or anything. But. No, I, I, I love it. Um, in terms of, I, I think many people are in sort of this like collective dark night of the soul. Oh my God, your dog's so cute. Um, she's so pretty. Um, I think we're in a collective dark night of the soul. And what we have to remember is after that comes massive healing and awakening. Mm-hmm. And that you know, kind of like riding the waves of life. You know what I mean? If a wave crashes on you, stop struggling against it. Let it crash over you. And then once it's crashed, you can come up to the surface. Do you know what I mean? I think there's a lot of fighting what's happening right now. A lot of resisting and a lot of trying to control. And the truth is like, we have some control, but not a ton. But we do, but like in this situation, like I think we're really being asked to face off with our own resistance to the unknown and to personal power and to surrender and be nice to yourself. I think people could all do with watching a lot less news. And I'm not that shy about saying that. Um, I think, you know, sure, stay informed, but like don't. I think a lot of people are unnecessarily traumatizing their systems and weakening their immune systems by being glued to their phone consuming news all day. And it's not helping anyone. It's just adding to the collective terror and fear. Like, stop. Yeah. If there's a curfew, you'll be alerted. We all know, like, wash your hands. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, stop overly consuming news. It's not helpful. I have to agree. Um... I kind of noticed that like I was doing this because really? I, was, here. <laughs> I was expecting the border to close which, yeah. and I was like, so I was like checking it like every day, like what's, yeah. like, what's kind of the update. Um, right. Both my parents and Robin's parents were in the States, like traveling home, like during this time. So it was like really stressful. And I was like, I want to know. Yeah. Um, and both without data on their phone, like what is wrong with you people? Like only text messages, like, come on. <laughs> um, but absolutely tone tone it down, recognize when it's like information versus like to- toxic or like 
It's literally like, would you drink dish soap over and over? Like, stop pouring toxins into your field. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's going to be sometimes toxins in the water, toxins on the whatever, but like, do your best to like eat vegetables and take care of yourself. And I think people will be so careful with their food, but they don't, they don't put any care into what they put into their mind. And it has consequences. Yeah. Or even your energy. I mean, some people are aware, but there's some, there's some people who are just like, are not. 100%. 100%. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time today, Rebecca. Me so so love Thank you. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> Yay, I had such a good time. Thank you for having me on, love. Yeah. Anywhere that you would like to send people to follow you? Uh, my Facebook page. Facebook dot com slash Rebecca dot I dot Ruben hit follow and see first if you feel like it and then I'm at the underscore content underscore queen on Instagram and I'm pretty active in the Facebook group. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. Bye.